Friendshiping is proud to partner with Multitude for some sweet ads. This episode is sponsored by Shaker and Spoon. Shaker and Spoon is a subscription cocktail service that helps you learn how to make handcrafted cocktails right at home. Every box comes with enough ingredients to make three different cocktail recipes developed by world-class mixologists. All you need to do is buy one bottle of that month's spirit, and you have all you need to make 12 drinks at home. At just $40 to $50 per month, plus the cost of the bottle, this is a super cost-effective way to enjoy craft cocktails. You can skip or cancel boxes at any time. Get $20 off your first box at shakerandspoon.com slash friendshipping. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping. And the theme this week is... Um, doing chores with your friends? Airbnb etiquette? Mm. Never, like, arguing over chores. You know what? It's themeless, because there's this question's nonsense. <laughs> Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Oh, man, I think Trin just effectively teased the question, but we'll try to do it again. Um, yeah. Got, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say because, like, I feel I feel bad because I never like starting out an episode feeling like, it's, I need to tell this this asker that some something's going on, you know, like and and that I think that's what's happening here. Something's going on. Yeah, some, they have a rich internal life. That's the good news. The bad news is it's turning on <laughs> them in the moment and it's making them very upset about an incident that happened or didn't happen at an Airbnb. Man, that sounds dramatic. It sounds dramatic. It sounds like they're like they're burying a body, but really I think they're just like doing the dishes or something. Legit, Jen, uh, burying a body was one of the chores that I thought that this might be that they're talking about. Yeah. I was like, I can't even figure out what's happening. Okay, we'll, again, we'll get there. This we'll is, get there. We'll get there. We're, we will arrive. But actually, we have something uh, we'd like to talk to you about. Uh, so, okay, kids, uh, if you could settle in on the couch. Uh, I've made some cookies. Uh, your mother and I have something that we'd like to, to tell you. <laughs> the good news is you're getting two Christmases. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jen and I uh, have decided that uh, it's time to wind down the show. Uh, there's no one reason why. It's just kind of, it, it feels like the time is right. A few things have kind of come to their natural conclusion. And we are going to need time to process this. And we think some of you might also need some time to process this. So this is going to be uh, our third to the last episode. So it'll be yes. this one, a next one, and then the last episode. So uh, if you have a question that you've been thinking, oh, my God, I holy <laughs> shit, I, I, I need to send this to Jen and Trent. I've been thinking about it so long and I haven't. Uh, actually, don't worry too much because we're not actually going too far away. We are going to start a newsletter. So instead of a podcast, we will be writing a newsletter and we will get you those details um, as we hammer them out. But it will be very similar to the show. Um, we're going to answer questions and, um, you know, probably there'll be some some rambling about our own lives. And we will let you know where to get uh, that newsletter when when it's available. <laughs> that is not enough information. Uh, but I, I think that that is Jen. What should we say here? Yeah, that's the news. I know it's not good news, kids, but um, your mother and I, we love each other very much. 
<laughs> and we're, we're going to stay best friends. And we're, and, oh, yeah. Yeah. Even though we're treating this like a divorce, an important detail here is like Trin and I are not mad at each other and we're not. We're, there was no fight. Right. <laughs> There's nothing like that. Um, I know that would be really interesting. Um, maybe we'll manufacture one in like the second to last episode just to make this a little Jen, easier. <laughs> the When you said that, the first thing I thought was we absolutely have to fake a fight. Yeah. Like, I don't Oof. know what it would be but like it because it had it have to be like a fun fight and it also have to, it has to be something that would absolutely not happen so i would say that because we are both married let's say we're fighting over a girl oh ooh, or something i could see or that like, or i took the last spot in an online cooking course that you were really dying to get into <laughs> <laughs> man um yeah, that like a like a vegan cooking course that I was secretly taking to get better to cooking for you, and you swept me. in and you. <gasps> How rude of you! Oh God, that trend. Or maybe it's um there was a chore that our Airbnb host uh, requested us to do, and I said we are we're not doing that chore, and you said well I kind of would like to it would make me feel better, and then we fought about it for a really long time. You know that is interesting, Trin, because you and I have traveled together a lot over the years, and yeah. not not so much in the last two years. Can't imagine why, but prior <laughs> to that we have been we've been around the world together. Our friendship has literally taken us around the world, Aww. and uh, we have never. <laughs> had an Airbnb problem like this. Oh, but all that Airbnb stuff has to come later because that is essentially the question we are answering today. But I kind of want to, let's reminisce. Let's do a little yeah. reminiscing today. Yeah, so we're winding down the show. We're starting a newsletter um, just because, because here's the thing. Here's the real reason. It's been seven years we've been doing this show. Seven years. And you know what? Like We're just so... not rich off of yet. What? <laughs> We're, seven years and this show has not made me a millionaire. Um, so anyone out there who's thinking about starting a podcast because you want to make money, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Think, do, do something else, such as being born into wealth is a really good way to make money. Oh, I love that. Generational wealth, definitely recommend it. I don't have that. <laughs> But I hear I hear it's pretty good. Jen, I keep on thinking back on some of my favorite because there are definitely arcs in our show. And uh, (laughs) my favorite trend centric arc would, of course, be the dog stealing therapist. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is you'll never get another. I mean, I hope you'll never experience another therapist like that again. I hope none of us do. Yeah, that was fun. And and uh, and I was uh, I would say my favorite episode ever. I don't even and it's my favorite episode ever just for the first like like 10 minutes. I don't remember what the question is at all. But it was the day that you found out that James Comey is like eight two. He's like eight feet tall. Five <laughs> Man, inches. I remember that. That was back when it was still sort of fun to riff on the news. Yeah, it's not. Um, anymore. And man, not at all. No, it hasn't been fun to riff on the news for like five years now but that was when I found out James Comey was like seven feet tall and it ruined my whole morning and I brought all that energy into the show oh and then oh and then I don't know if it was you that told me this or I googled it but we found out that babies have more bones than adult people a lot more yeah this was on Jeopardy last week too and I thought of you immediately babies have like 300 bones and then no, yeah, they have, they have like 300 bones and some of them fuse together. So uh. you have less bones when you're an adult. What the? I don't like it. Man, this is getting me all worked up again. <laughs> I don't like it at all. It's kind of like if you think about teeth, 
really hard. Like if you think <laughs> about the fact that we have a set of teeth and then we get a new set of teeth and then we have extra teeth that come in sometimes, that's oh fucked up. Like I just feel like if we meet an alien race, they're going to be like, let me tell you the fucked up things about you. First of all, teeth, fuck that. Second of all, hair and nails, they never stop growing. Not okay. Third, why do you lose bones over time? They would just argue with us about our anatomy. Yeah, teeth are bones that you wash every day. I don't like it. What? I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh, man. I know we should be thinking about the show, but now I'm just thinking about an alien race coming down. How about the time that the server at Chicago Diner, this was IRL. Remember when we could be, we could hang out in real life? Yeah. Um, thanks, COVID. When the sh- server recognized your voice from the show. It was really sweet. She was really, really sweet. She gave me a cookie and uh, <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to say your name on the show just in case you'd get in trouble. Um, she was just like the sweetest. And it was also a... Um, you know, I it, I have to block out the fact that there are a few people who listen to the show, you know, like I if I think about oh, the yeah. fact that people are listening and are consuming the show, I, I would be unable to do it. That's when we learned we had one listener, just one. <laughs> we had we, we had at least one. There are possibly tens of listeners to this show, dozens even. <laughs> And Jen, we've had a lot of fun doing live shows, too, because we don't just do this like recorded thing. We've done, you know, panels at like Penny Arcade Expo and C2E2. And, you know, some of them are are recorded and are on the Internet. But we did a Maximum Fun Day, Atalia Hall. And then there was that show where they like four people showed up in Minnesota, but we had like the best time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Minnesota. I think like we've had shows where 50 people show up. I think the one we did in Portland, uh, XOXO Fest, had like 150. And then we had one where like four people were in the audience. So like sometimes when we book shows, people are like, just so you know, we don't know the number of people are going to be there. And Trin and I always reply, we don't care. <laughs> we'll have fun no matter what. And then we broke Meetup. Like we had our, our, book, oh, yeah. our book talk on meetup.com. And so many people tried to come in that we actually broke Meetup, which is we the We broke the website. Thing. I yeah. know. We I remember our I remember our IRL meetup. That was fun. We announced at a panel. Oh um, yeah. So we said, yeah, we said we had a surprise at the end, and the surprise was, hey, we're all gonna hang out afterwards in this hotel lobby. So we all descended on a hotel lobby and hung out and met each other, and that it was really nice. Ass. Yeah, it was really great, and people like exchanged Twitter handles, and this was back when the internet was fun. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it was it was really nice. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. Like I remember looking around the room and being like holy shit, I'm surrounded by really sweet nerds. Everybody has like blue hair and like a patch on their backpack that says fuck Nazis, you know? Like it was just, (laughs) it was a really nice, just like crowd of of fun, nice people. And I truly think that, because, you know, Jen, I love you and you're one of the most creative people and yet also one of the most responsible people that I know. So you're very easy to work with. I feel like- Thank you. Clearly this is not the end of our friendship. We both obviously agree on that. But I also feel like, you know, a new project will one day uh, form within us uh, in time and will will be birthed out. I'm just picturing like, I think it's Athena that burst out of Zeus's head. That's what I'm picturing <laughs> happening, except like you've impregnated my head or I have i don't really know how this anatomy would work. But you, you see what I'm saying? Like one day an Athena one will day. burst out. Yeah. 
We don't know if it's going to be a comic book, maybe a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll make Marvel look small in comparison. <laughs> um, how, putting this out there, uh, hey, anybody who needs somebody to write a friendship-based, like relationship-based comic, um, I'm pretty sure me and Jen would be very capable of doing such a thing. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think so. I think so. In the meantime, we're going to mess around with a newsletter. Yeah. Um, that'll be fun. That'll be fun and weird. It'll be a fun experiment. Because, you know, the show... The show itself was just an experiment. I had no idea we'd be doing it. I didn't know if we would do seven episodes or three episodes. And turns out we ended up doing about 300. Man, I remember I still have this very vague recollection of the day when you were like, I want to make something like I want to do. I want to record. I, I, I wanted to have to do with like friendship and feminism. And I was like, yeah, OK, that sounds pretty dope. Let, like, let's do that thing. And this was all so like accidental, you know, like yeah, the last totally. the last um, line in our theme song, Do Friendship at the Problem, is just something silly that I said to Jen in a car one day, you know, and I, I am really proud of the work we've done. And I'm really proud of how we've grown and learned and, and done better over the course of the show, too. So, yeah, I'm patting myself on the back there, <laughs> you know, but I am like I, I'm proud of our work. I'm proud of Jen a lot and like I will be sad to see the show end but I am also feeling less like I'm putting it in the ground and more like I'm I'm tucking it into a really cozy bed you know yeah like you know when um you have a, a season of a, like a couple seasons of a tv show and it's you can kind of tell when the writers or the people involved got off track yeah. and it's like oh what I'm saying is you know you have you know how some tv shows have bad seasons and you're like whoa the last three stop watching at season 13 because seasons after that it gets wild I feel like where we are we are winding down at a time that feels right as opposed to extending it for 17 more seasons like ER totally and like I I actually feel most proud of the most recent arc of our show like the like the yeah, last the last year I feel like we really like hit a stride which is why I feel really confident about you and I doing a, a fun project that is compassionate and, you know, focuses on human relationships because um, that's the kind of weird shit that we are into, Wink. Yeah, I know. Plus, it'll be nice to, like, talk to you, Trin, without being like, oh, we should save that for the show. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now we now we can say save it for the newsletter, I guess. But yeah. but it's not quite the same. Like it can be like, oh, that's a good idea for the newsletter, as opposed to wait, don't tell me that, don't tell me the anecdote yet. I want to hear it for the first time on the show. We won't have to. We won't have to structure our conversations around our work. <laughs> I was also thinking about the fact that like every now and again, I'll forget if I said it to you, said it if I told the story <laughs> to someone else, or if I said it on the show. And a newsletter, I mean, you can just control F and like, <laughs> find it, so that'll make my life so much easier. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm excited for the change. I also think I'm deeply in denial about it. Oh, so me too. I'll let you know how I'll let you know how I feel in a couple hours or a couple of days. I'm excited to get a because um, you know as much the show is fun and it's it's not stressful, but it is two hours of work a week, and I'm excited to put those two hours into um, into a new writing. Yeah, into something a little different. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that was our, our first discussion of the end of the show. How are we? How are we feeling? Let's check in you and I. I feel I feel OK. I feel. Yeah. I don't want people to speculate that something that's something that we have secrets here. It's more like uh, we've just it's just been seven years. <laughs> 
All right. So let's do our probably third to the last question. I meant I have this feeling that next week we're going to do a couple of questions. Just kind of like to. Oh, that's a good idea. Rapid yeah. fire shit them diarrhea those questions out uh, <laughs> at the end. Um, uh, I think it's I think it's my read. Let's uh, let's. Should yeah, we? let's do it. Yeah. All right. This one is a ride. Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. Hi, friendshiping. I want to reach out to you about this recent incident that I encountered over the weekend while going on a trip with a big group of friends. The incident left me feeling so irritated and hung up on it that I had trouble sleeping. I feel conflicted between holding my ground versus coming off as a difficult friend in the group. The background is this. We all rented an Airbnb for the weekend and needed to do this one tedious and smelly cleaning chore before we left. Donna, the friend who booked the reservation on behalf of the group, insisted that we all needed to do it. I mentioned repeatedly that we don't need to do that because it is not required, as the host did say on his note. The note said, if you can, please do this. Donna, however, was so gung-ho about us all doing the chore, which I assume is because she was afraid the host would charge us extra or ding her rating as she's the one who made the reservation. What irritated me even more is the fact that she usually wouldn't be so gung-ho about this type of thing if she hadn't made the reservation. I was fuming because I seriously did not see why we had to go through all this trouble when this is not even required and we would only do it to soothe her unreasonable worry of getting into trouble. One friend even mentioned that even if the host decided to charge us extra, that would be a negligible amount split among all of us since we are a big group. Half an hour later, feeling angry and exhausted, we all agreed to not do the chore and just be okay with the extra charge if it does happen. But what confused me and got me conflicted is that some people in the group seemed neutral about it, like they'd be okay with whatever as long as there was no argument. That kept me wondering, am I overreacting? Am I an unreasonable and difficult person in this situation? Is that what everyone thinks of me inside their heads? Or would they secretly thank me for playing the bad cop on their behalf? I tried to replay any conversations I had with other people in the group during this whole incident to see what side they were on and tried to figure out if I came off as a crazy person in this situation. The incident might seem trivial, but I can't help but replay it in my head. I even went down a rabbit hole of replaying my conversations with the other people who did not publicly agree with my opinion and found myself getting irritated at them and trying to find even more reasons outside of the incident to justify my irritation with them. I feel conflicted about this. On one hand, I felt justified in holding my ground and not just blindly following an unreasonable request. I would hate myself if I had done that. On the other hand, I don't know if I came off as a petty person and someone who gets easily irritated with others. Does that mean that these friends will like me less because of this incident and might not even invite me to future events? How can I move past this situation in a healthy way? Oh, Ooh. so Jen, um, what the fuck do you think this chore might have been? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so before we get into are dissecting this question. We have to spend a little time here. What the fuck was the chore? Like, what could it have possibly fucking been? Ask her who wrote us this question. Go do something else for a couple minutes because we're going to spend some time here speculating wildly. Yeah. Like, so So my, my brain first went to 
like it's got to be bowel stuff or food it's stuff. It's got to be toilets. Toilet toileting, toileting, something with the toilet, right? Something with something poop, to- poop toilet, toilet food, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like um they were allowed to bring their dogs and they had to like clean up like the dog run. I the, I don't know why, but my brain went to like maybe it's a farm and the the host was like if you could please clean up the horse manure. Like <laughs> like I seriously I cannot imagine what task could be tedious what what, what did she she said uh, smelly tedious tedious. but also not a requirement because that was part of the rules from the airbnb like if you could do this that would be great allegedly is what the message that came down from the airbnb owner what could be smelly and also not necessary cleaning out the (laughs) fridge cleaning out the garbage disposal cleaning out the outhouse outhouse is there outhouse maintenance that one must do regularly i've never owned one <laughs> I just... no yeah me either it's been a while since i've had an outhouse like um... <laughs> it's, been, it's been a minute since <laughs> i've owned a, an yeah. outhouse <laughs> was it like so all the patches in my clothing but no now we're just now we're just pretending we're pilgrims <laughs> man yeah so i i really am so curious it has to be something that like accumulated over the course of their stay there. Otherwise, I don't think the host would mention it at all. Right. Yeah. 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 Like cleaning the pool filter, cleaning the getting all of the pee out of the hot tub. I don't know how you would do that, but <laughs> you it can't. would probably take a while. <laughs> yeah. like or, or cleaning the hot tub. Like, I mean, I, that could be something that they're like, oh, like it would be super cool of you to do this. Like you don't have to, but wouldn't that be nice if you did? Almost none of the things that we just talked about are worth a half hour of arguing with your friends. <laughs> Man, no, not at all. Yeah, I was, you know, I've been having a lot of fun trying to imagine what this chore could be. Really, what it comes down to is I think you probably should have just done the chore. Oops, oops, should I say that out loud so early in the episode? Nah. Is that okay to say? Nah, do it, do it, do it. Put I, your okay, fucking yeah. rubber gloves on and just do the thing for Christ's sake. Like, yeah. really? Okay, unless this chore is somehow ethically wrong to you, morally wrong, or you physically do not have the ability to do it. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, that is absolutely a thing. If you are if you are not unable to participate in this chore, that's certainly a thing. But nothing in this question indicates that that was the reason. It sounds like it was smelly and tedious. Those are the reasons why you didn't want to do it. Yeah, I don't understand how Donna, the friend who made the reservation and who was like, I, I really would like us to do this chore. I don't see how Donna was being unreasonable. I have a rule in my head that whoever makes the reservation for the Airbnb in the group, that person makes the rules. That person is in charge. And I know that, you know, this is not one of your rules, but even if there were no consequences as far as like the Airbnb owner, like a charge or them being upset or whatever, the consequence of your friend feeling uncomfortable and upset that you did not do the chore is that's a that's. I think even even an even worse consequence. Yeah. Yeah. And it is weird to me that it was worth a half hour of arguing to not do the thing that would soothe your friend. Yeah, I totally agree. So it sounds like Donna wanted to go the extra mile here and ensure that she got no ding on her Airbnb profile. In fact, it sounds like Donna wanted to get an A plus extra credit even. Maybe to you, that's that seems unreasonable. Um, maybe Donna is probably like many of my friends who are who are type A um, over the top. Like, I really want to do a good job for this per- for this person that's not even here. Maybe to you, that seemed like a touch a touch unreasonable. But 
Donna was actively nervous not to do this chore. And I think doing the chore is worth it alone just to make the person who made the reservation feel better. Like, to me, that is, they took on the work of making the reservation. That means they take on the consequences of getting any negative reviews. They are the ones that went back and forth with the, with the host um, messaging back and forth. They took on the charge on their credit card. All of that being said, you had a, your friend was uncomfortable and needed some help, and you, that was not enough reason for you to do the yeah. thing. And, and that's a bummer. That's a bummer. Yeah. And I, I, um, I once again, I, I hate to be too hard on an asker. And I know that there's probably a lot about this that we don't know. And, and maybe this is a, a chore that we can't even fathom of that is so, 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 so bad. But according even to your question, you repeatedly mentioned that the that the chore was optional and argued with her so but like who cares like do the chore don't you do chores at home like most airbnbs i think are places where people live right i think so regardless it will be used again by some by someone else the most surprising observation for me in this question is that the asker was confused by the neutral people who were like eh, like whatever as long as as we don't argue But to me, it seems like they're actually the most reasonable people in this situation. You placed a lot of importance on not doing something to make your friend feel more at ease. And they were like, well, it's a chore. Like we do it and we get it done. I can't think of a really good reason why you stood your ground. And you asked like, let's talk about standing our ground. I I feel like standing your ground is important. And I feel like you shouldn't have to do it super often to the people you consider friends. You know the phrase, pick your battles? (laughs) Like, you don't need to go to battle every time you maybe disagree with a friend. You use the phrase, stood your ground. So it's very clear to me that you are in no way over this. In fact, thinking about it again is making you angry again. And um, for, for some reason, this whole situation that involved conflict, confrontation, that that didn't need to happen, by the way, this was all avoidable, really touched a nerve for you. And um, you know the, the show Ted Lasso, there's a line that's like, be curious, not judgmental. I'm going to try and think of the asker in a way that is curious. I'm yeah. going to try and be curious instead of super judgmental, because I admit I'm judging you a little bit right now. Jen, really good point. I'm being judgmental, too. This is one of the reasons I love you so much. Please continue with your point. I just wanted to congratulate you with how reasonable and cool you are. If you have the opportunity to make your friend feel less anxious in the world and you refuse to do that, Man, I mean, is that a battle? Is that the battle you want to you want to take on? You use the word unreasonable to describe your friend. And what are some other words you could use to describe your friend in this moment? Maybe cautious, maybe nervous. You know, like there are a lot of other words other than unreasonable, which you did use several times to describe this person. Yeah, I, I think that that to me is a is a pink, pink to red flag. I, I wonder if this situation is standing for other situations in your life. Because if you feel unheard in your friend group on the regular, then it very much makes sense why this situation is really, really hurting you. I think my first real piece of advice for the asker here would be to think about, do you feel listened to by your friends? Do you feel on the day to day interacting with them like they care about your opinion, like they value what you have to say? Because it feels like that's the sort of thing that would make this weird situation blow up so huge is if right is if regularly things are bad, you know? Yes. God, Trin, that is such a good point. What is this representative of? Is it representative of you being having a terrible night's sleep and you were super irritated? 
Or is it representative of, of a, a pattern in this friendship where you have one person who's trying to mother and you feel um, disrespected and unheard? Like, like do you have to do some, some thinking here. And the asker wants to know, you know, does everybody think I'm terrible? I haven't the foggiest idea. I don't, I don't know what everyone thinks of you. But I would bet actual human currency that no one, not a single person, is thinking about it as hard as you are. You know, it was a half hour discussion out of what was it had to be at least a 24 hour excursion. You said a weekend, so maybe 48 hours, maybe three days. But this the fraction of time that this took on the trip, it seems like a pretty minor blip. And maybe it was a big blow up. And I would I would think about that, you know, like like why if it was a huge blow up, did it have to be a huge blow up? Who blew it up? Um, and I also don't think your friends like you less. Um, I'd wager that Donna is not thrilled with you, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think part of you believes and knows already that your reaction was maybe excessive or outsized because you wouldn't if you were 100 percent in believing that you were in the right. I don't think you'd be writing to us. So let's discuss what it what it looks like to recognize a pattern in your friendships, because I think that that is to, to, I just feel like that's the most likely explanation for this whole thing, that it, that this is not a one off event, that this is a, a, a series of escalating. You don't feel heard by your friends or you feel like you are too often on the opposing argumentative side of your friends. I would go back and maybe think about any other times where you've had conflict with with Donna and everybody. You mentioned that if Donna had not made the Airbnb reservation herself, that Donna would not have cared about this. And this seems to be a very a sticking point to you. Um, and I'm wondering if has Donna kind of like abdicated her responsibilities before and like gotten other people in trouble? That's relevant. But if if not, then I, then I, I don't really get why you don't want to clean. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And we're saying this not just because Trin and I enjoy cleaning. OK, that's not the point here. Totally. <laughs> Let's say it was something that we hate doing, like um, listening to one of those like liberal white bro uh, podcasts or I hate butterflies and moths. Maybe it's something like gathering all of the moths on the on the property. I don't know. Like I just I, I just I fiz I my brain mass, the wet gray matter inside of here is completely incapable of thinking up a chore that an Airbnb host would request kindly that I would just say, fuck you, no. I'm going to yeah. argue for a half hour I mean, about the it. only thing I could think of, Trin, if you and I are in Airbnb and the host was like, hey, before you leave, I need you to eat a pound of bacon <laughs> in the fridge. And I'd be like, Raw. and then the rest of the friend group would be like, okay, um, so our vegetarian and vegan friends, you guys are off the hook for this one, obviously. Um, you can get us back for some other chore. Like maybe next time I, I'm assigned to eating a lot of broccoli, I'm going to have Trin do it because that would ruin my stomach. But Trin has an iron stomach. So I like, do. I'll get you later. Don't worry about eating this bacon. Jen, um, <laughs> I love this. I love you. Oh, man. So we talked about looking back on your friendship and trying to kind of laser focus on some of the prickly parts, the things that maybe have been upsetting you, but you never really fully grokked. So going into the future, I think it's time to um, be more aware of those. Like when Donna does blank, it makes me feel blank. So next time it comes up, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready to calmly and steadily state my needs instead of blowing up. It's really hard to do. 
it's a little bit of meta thinking where you pull yourself away from the situation, look at it little more like a third party neutral person, you you're not not feeling your emotions, but you're managing them a little bit better. And this is a lifelong journey. Okay. It's like part of the reason why Trent and I made the show in the first place, because this is something um, that's sometimes going to be good and you'll be really proud of it. And sometimes you'd be like, whoops, I, uh, I, I botched that one. All right, try again next time. But it's something that's worth doing. Man, Jen, uh, I had a realization. Uh, mm. I, so much of this happened within the mind of the asker. She talks about the inside of her friends' heads. She talks about, would they secretly thank me for being the bad cop? Is this what everyone thinks of me inside their heads? In here, we actually don't really know the opinions of very many people at all. It sounds like you are making a guess that Donna wants you to do this chore and would and only wants you to do it because she's the one on the Airbnb reservation. That seems to be a guess. You said that there are people who didn't publicly agree with you that seem to agree with you. Well, they didn't, though. They didn't say anything. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> you know? right. They, you, you suspect that they secretly agreed with you. That's a dangerous road to go down, my friend. <laughs> like, let's say this is a dozen people and it's the asker who is on like the we're not doing the chore side and then Donna who's on the we are doing the chore side. And there's two people who are vocal on Asker's side. And then there's all the neutral people who like don't give a shit. Those neutral people, you should count them to be on Donna's side. (laughs) Yeah. And you should also try not to put yourself in situations where you're secretly counting votes of your friend group. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is... I, man, I oh, I think we stumbled onto something. Something we we found the 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 vein of the ore, you know. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. I I think that you're doing a lot of guessing about people's feelings when you don't have to. And I just well, let's talk about what happens next time. Maybe right? Is that is that what's what we're talking? Yeah, we're, we're yeah. Doing? And um, with the understanding that you might be listening to this and being like, I was a hundred percent right, and I'm glad I held my ground. Sure. I mean, here's the thing. You were you were there and we were not. But you don't seem so sure about most things in this situation. You know, you listed like so many questions, so many, so many questions, so so much uncertainty. And you you are not happily speculating any of this. It said it's keeping you up at night. So, yes, I think this is a situation twin twin. (laughs) You are my twin. Um, No, Trin, I think you're right that this is a situation. And when Okay, let's plan better for next time something like this happens. Because cause the evidence right here is that you are not happy with how it all went down. And I don't think the answer is, let's, let's make you sure you can argue better next time to win. Next time, yeah. let's, which, yeah, I don't think that's the answer. I think the answer is, let's, um, let's do what we can to make sure some, a conflict like this comes up again. You aren't reeling about it days later. I, you know, there is so much that is unclear here. And I think that the only clear thing is that you are guessing about people's feelings. That's it. You know, how do we wrap this up? (laughs) I know. I know. You know, now that we're winding down the show, I feel a lot less pressure to help people. Yeah, you guys (laughs) will figure it out. Yeah, yeah, fuck (laughs) off. Like, whatever. (laughs) So let's do this. Let's, Let's go through the actual question mark questions and then in conclusion. Yeah, let's do it. So your first question is, am I overreacting? And my guess would be, yeah, you are. But you might be overreacting for a reason. And that reason might be that you are not treated well by these people in other circumstances. And this was simply a culmination or blow up 
of your friends not listening to you and ignoring what you want. I, I don't think that's what it is because it sounds like you actually ignored what your friend wants. But like, again, we don't know the whole situation. Yeah, we don't know why this touched a nerve. So if your question was, do you think I overreacted? I would do the therapy trick and be like, do you think you overreacted? <laughs> yeah. And I would say like, I would also say, if you overreacted, why do you think you overreacted? And, you know, one thing I didn't consider until now, Trin, is maybe you have some some strong feelings, some bad, strong feelings tied up with cleaning itself based yeah. on how you grew up. That's me speculating, you know, but, you know, there there's something underneath the surface here that made you react this way. And I wonder if you know if you know what it is or could find out what it is. Yeah. You asked, is this what does everyone think of me as an unreasonable and difficult person inside of their heads? I, I don't think so. I doubt it. I doubt it. Are my friends secretly thanking me for playing the bad cop on their behalf? Unquestionably, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a nice little, wouldn't that be nice? Right. <laughs> but nah, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I just, again, I don't think anybody's thinking about this anymore. And then the last questions are, will my friends like me less and not invite me to stuff? How can I move past this? I don't think that they're going to like you less because of this incident. And if you feel that way, then maybe you have something to, that you should apologize for. I'm not saying you do because I don't, I don't know if that's super clear. Honestly, just on the surface of this question, I might apologize to Donna because this was something that would have made her feel better. And you decided to argue vehemently against doing the thing that would soothe her. Um, it would very much surprise me if, the, if this was something that your friends were like, no, 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 we're not inviting you to stuff. Because it seemed like people, some people agreed with you. Like you, you mentioned that somebody was like, oh, like we're not going to do this because and if we even if we got charged for it, the charge would be negligible. So it seems like some people agreed with you. I think you're taking this really hard. And I think there's a reason you're taking this really hard. And I think that the situation itself is not as important as all those things that are surrounding it. Yeah. All the foggy space surrounding this scenario is more important than this actual scenario. Well, in conclusion, uh, I would say, first of all, let's maybe uh, lay down some ground rules for our next Airbnb excursion. And they can be very simple and clear, which is wh whosever name is on the reservation gets to choose, gets the final say. Or it can be we do a simple majority rules for certain things. Or um, we're going to leave this place a fucking mess. And if we get charged a grand, well, then that's what we goddamn do. Um, those are all reasonable things to, to do. You just have to decide, I'd say, first. Another thing before you go on another trip is it sounds like I'm about to say lower expectations for your friends, but but maybe keep your expectations reasonable for any kind of trip or anything with a group of people. I learned in my mid-20s that there's no such thing as a trip with a lot of people that doesn't have some weird moments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would, that doesn't mean blow-up moments. Those are, those are rare. Um, but there's going to be, you, you don't live with all these people all the time, so you're going to find out some things like, oh, so-and-so doesn't believe in flushing the toilet unless they go number two. Okay. Um, so there that is. That's a, little, that's a new piece of information. You're going to find out stuff. You, your friends are, are whole human beings. Uh, which is a wonderful thing. They all have very interesting, different quirks and lives. And you're all slammed together for a weekend. So you're going to learn some stuff. <laughs> Man, I'm still I, like I'm trying so hard to do this in conclusion. And all I can think of is like, what the fuck could this chore have possibly been? I'm like looking around my house being like, well, what what around here is something that like I would need to clean that is really annoying. One time we had to clean out 
all the the like the garbage that's like in our air conditioner and that kind of sucked um like maybe it was mow the lawn maybe it was like we i can't oh. think of i don't know hi jen i don't know and i can't stop thinking about it but i'm gonna do my best to go back to the in conclusion and i would say um i think ask her the next thing that, that you do i think uh the best thing you could do next is think about your individual relationships with these friends do they listen to you do you listen to them what do you care more about you know and and vice versa do you care more about people being comfortable or you being uh, conven- or, or things being convenient that's really important um yeah i think that that's is that it cuz man yeah, this, this was a it. freaking weird question this was a this was a difficult one asker but you're going to be okay yeah. i hope i hope you feel a little better even with um the gift of time like you know it's been a couple of days since this trip so i hope you feel even a little calmer about it now yeah, you and you don't have to beat yourself up about this. If you've been beating yourself up about this, like you can stop now and and you can choose to have this be a moment where we are reflecting. You're not bad. You're not a monster. Even if you were screaming and yelling and stamping your foot in this conversation, this is something that you can move on with your friends about. It is absolutely possible and, and you're going to be okay. IMO. All right. Yeah. Agreed. Well, this has been Friendshipping with Jen and Trin. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can at Do Friendship. If you would like to send us a question, you really should. Now is a really great time to do it. Um, TikTok. <laughs> the clock's a ticking. <laughs> and if you send us a question now, we might get to it in the newsletter. So, um, so if you don't hear your question on the show, maybe we have no good answer for you. But maybe we're going to answer it in the newsletter. Um, go ahead and email us at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. Or go to friendshippingpodcast.com and click a dick on the get in touch and then fill her out and send her over to us and we will uh, read it. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Molly Lewis for singing and creating our theme song. Thank you, Lauren Gallagher, for doing your design work. Thank you, Monica Verma, our literary agent. And thank you for listening for so many years. What is that all about? You know, years. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You're welcome for talking for so many years. So many words, Jen. So many words. Do friendship at the problem.